0: Welcome to a podcast where I speak to interesting people about the most interesting person of all, Jesus. So, Christo, let's talk about Jesus. Now, in my first episode in speaking to Uncle Angus, I got to ask him to explain the significance of two words, speak Jesus. And today, by what can only be said to be explained as the Holy Spirit's working, I get to ask Christo today to explain the same two words.
1: Yo, wow, Darren, um, thank you very much for being on your show. Um, what an honour and privilege it is. And, yo, we just give Jesus Christ all the honour and all the praise. Um, yo, I just wanted to, the words speak Jesus. That carries so much power and so much authority. Um, you know, I um, we get to speak the name of Jesus over our community. We get to name to speak the name of Jesus over our relationships, over our circumstances, over our sicknesses, over poverty, over depression, over anxiety. You know, the name of Jesus is the highest name. The name where every knee must bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. I mean, as Uncle Angus um, said, you know, it's very significant that that the Lord gave us this vision of speaking Jesus. Now it's very significant how it happened because I did not know, what, what what Uncle Angus and Shalom Ministries was planning and um I want to tell you a bit of my story about me and my wife um where we got the vision from now like a while back say so like 3 months back the lord gave us a vision that we must go and plant a cross on the mountain here on just on the side of our town and the mountain is called Babelberg in Afrikaans but it's Bible mountain in English. So we went and planted a cross, and we speak to the name of Jesus on the mountain tops. That's about two months back, two three months back. And then um, while we were we were staying in the Chichikama in another region, um, and on just over the mountain actually, and um, Father started speaking to us that um, we should move to Corrido. Now to rewind a bit back, um, about three years back, Father the Lord gave. Gave us a vision that we must start a ministry for him. Um, and the ministry will be called Jesus Youth Center in Carriero. And we we um, then started and we rented a place, a property in the mall in Carriero. And, um, you know, Father just blessed the ministry and, and he provided everything we needed, including a bus to transport the kids all the sound, all the stuff. So that was divinely spoken by by Father and and divinely provided by Father. And then three years went past and um, we got a notification that our rent is going up. So then we decided, we prayed and we felt that our season is up at the mall, and then let the Lord start speaking to us and said to us that He wants to build a place in Carriedo. So He wants to build a building in Carriedo that is um, going to be Kingdom. So it's not just the youth center. There's m- many different kinds of Kingdoms things going to happen in that building. But so then we bought it a property about four years back, and we said to the Lord, "All right, Lord. Well, here is this property." We can we can build on this property. We can we can do something for you on this property. And you will not believe, Darren, that this property is in between two pubs and there's a mortuary at the back. <laughs> so then we, we start praying and Father said to us um, well he wants us to move to Carriero. He wants us to go and possess the land. That was what he told us. And um, then um, because he said to us I want you to, I'm i sending you to Carriero to go and possess the land and to be a pillar of light in the midst of the darkness. I just say to you now we are in between two pubs and We've got a Marjorie at the back. So then the Lord said to my wife, he gave her the scriptures of Nehemiah, the book of Nehemiah, where that is emphasized on um, rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. So then he said to us, I'm sending you to Carriero to rebuild the spiritual walls in Carriero that has been broken down. But yes, there is so many, still so many good churches in Carriero and people, but it's a fight. It's really a fight. Then then I asked, father that ye should give me a scripture as well and he gave me the book of Haggai now haggai has very specific dates prophecy dates like for instance it says in haggai 1 verse 1 it says in the second year of King Darius in the sixth month of the first day of the month the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet to Zerubbabel. and then obviously he prophesied so there's very there's a few couple of um significant dates of which the prophet Haggai, which the, the word of the Lord came by Haggai and he prophesied. So what I did is I studied the book of Haggai and I saved all those specific dates of Haggai on my calendar, on my telephone, so on my cell phone. So then that was the the confirmation for me and Marika, my wife, was on the first day of the sixth month, we got the confirmation that we must move to Korea So then we know the Lord wants to do something in Kereido. So now we're praying and all everything. And so, so one fast forwarding a bit to one Sunday night, me and my mom and my wife, we were following a church, an uh, online church that is based in Krugersdorp, and um, very significantly based in Um, We only realized it now a bit later on um, how Holy Spirit was working. So we were busy praying and worshiping with the church online. And while we were busy, then Father starts speaking to me because I knew it was Father. Father, because he said to me, my son. And I said, yes, Father. He said to me, now we were praying, still praying about our, this property where we're going to have to move and all that. And 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 the building that he wants to build and so forth. And then um, Father said to me, my son, do not wait for the building. Start. And he said it to me twice. And then I said, okay, Father, but what do you want to do? What do you want me to do for you? And he said to me, my son, I want you to do... A, Open air prayer and worship event for me, and I said, okay, Father. Now I got in my little mind this little property. So yes, and then He starts showing me a vision of it's going to be a stage. There's going to be lights. There's going to be two gates where the people comes in with their camping chairs and sit. And then He said to me, my son, for this first one, you have to go big. And He said that to me twice. Also, He said to me, you have to go big. And I said to Him, okay, Father, how big? What do you want to do? And he starts showing me a much bigger stage, a much bigger venue, much bigger in just in every way. And he starts showing me people, the worship team that I must contact. He starts showing me a specific speaker that I must contact now. And he said to me that, um, but I'll get to that now. And then as I, as I, as we continue and father starts, just keep on giving me this vision and showing me and all that. And he said to me, okay, my son I want you to look at your calendar which date because that was now in August early August that this happened I took my phone when I just grabbed my phone father said to me Rosh Hashanah he just dropped that two words in my spirit Rosh Hushana. And that is, as you know, Darren, the Jewish New Year. And I googled it, because I didn't know when it is exactly, and I I saw that it was it starts on the 25th of September, and it ends on the 27th of September. So then he said to me, look at the Saturday. And I looked at the Saturday, and I saw it was Heritage Day here in South Africa by us. We call it an Afrikaans Breidach, but Heritage Day. And I googled Heritage Day, and Heritage Day, the meaningful Heritage Day is a day where the different cultures and of the nation comes together to celebrate the cultures and the fruitfulness of South Africa. And I went, he took me back a bit more. I took me and he said to me, it's out he showed me it was Erfines dag in Afrikaans. And then he took me a further bit more, which is Shaka day. Now Shaka Zulu was a Zulu that lived in, in the history of South Africa. And he, this day, the Zulus, um, they celebrate his life because he's, he is the Zulu that brought, the Zulu communities in unity. So then father said to me, my son, do you see all this worldly stuff? I am going to use it for my kingdom, for my purposes. He said, I am going to bring on this event, I'm going to bring the different cultures and different nations of of this country together in unity to proclaim the name of Jesus. He said to me, they must speak Jesus. That's how speak Jesus was dropped in my spirit. And then he said to me, he showed me different people. He said to me, right, you must get these people involved and these people involved. And then while I was looking at the calendar, I saw that I saved Haggai on that specific day as well. And that scripture is Haggai 2 verse 10, which says on the 24th day of the ninth month in the second year of Darius, um, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet. And then obviously he prophesied. So then I knew this is only from God that the date is very specific, significantly. The name, speak Jesus. And he said to me three things. My son, I want you to lead the people into repentance. I want you to lead the people in prayer. And I want you to lead the people in worship. And, you know, that is how the whole thing was birthed in my spirit. And I can only say it's divinely given by Holy Spirit. You know, so that is how it happened. Darren, I'm so excited. And, um, yeah. That is our little bit of a story. And we just want to give Jesus Christ all the all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. Because this event is for him.
0: Amen. Okay, are you ready to be surprised?
1: I am, Darren.
0: <laughs> okay, so listen carefully to this now. So let me say this first. You and I both agree that the reason why you and I have something in common is because we have Jesus in common, right? Amen. Okay, so we also believe together that the Spirit was left for us after jesus ascended so it's by means of that spirit that revelation can come that we can be connected and that connections like this should happen and these amazing things we might be looking into can happen so i want to share some exciting news with you Now, you've listened to my interview with Uncle Angus, and we spoke about Jesus, and we spoke about His Speak Jesus event, and as happened with you, when you and I spoke before this offline, when we got to meet on WhatsApp, when I made contact with you through someone that we both know, I um, had spoken to you, and I'd said to you, you know, are you aware of Teshuvah, and what that all is, and you weren't aware of that, you are aware of the Rosh Hashanah, true?
1: Yes, definitely, Darren.
0: Okay, now watch this. I'm going to show you, and I, this is one thing I said to you, Krista. You remember when we spoke and we were getting excited together that I said, you and I talking is an example of prophecy coming to pass. Amen. Now, what should happen, as I said to you in, in the scriptures, is in Zechariah eight twenty three and verses like that. It says that a time will come when Gentiles will grab hold of uh, the clothing, the tzitzit of Jews and say, let us go with you. And that's not to say that there's no value in Gentiles. You know, as I've said to you, we are both brothers in Messiah. We know that. We've spoken about that. And I want to show you the power of what speaking Jesus is doing here when a Jew and a Gentile can come together and encourage one another. You've encouraged me already. You've already encouraged people on our WhatsApp group that you've joined. So let the encouragement continue. And may this podcast be further encouragement for anyone who listens to this and i'm going to show you now something that i think you're going to love or a few things that i think you're going to love in in our discussion about jesus yeah so let's start with the first thing yeah you mentioned two months when you spoke about haggai you mentioned the sixth month and you mentioned the ninth month yes yeah Now, I know that when God was speaking to you, clearly he used the month terms and that that are in English or in, uh, let me say, general westernized culture. But here's what I want to show you that's interesting. I told you about Teshuvah. Do you know that, or you wouldn't know this, but I'm going to tell you now, that Teshuvah starts in the sixth month on the Jewish calendar. Wow. There's the first interesting thing that's happened, which is not coincidence in what we've been discussing.
1: Definitely not
0: on the Hebrew calendar, on God's calendar, yes. I don't always like using Hebrew calendar or Jewish calendar because then Christians tell me, oh, that's for the Jews. Which <laughs> yeah, is not at all true. It's for anyone who comes to God. Amen. So on God's calendar, not that I like using these month names, but interestingly enough, on God's calendar that we find in Leviticus, do you know what the, the ninth month on that calendar, if we give it a month name. Now, I'm not generally keen on this, but I'm going to tell you why I don't mind doing it in this case because I think it's going to bless you and whoever listens to this with yes. us. On the ninth month, we call that month, one of the names, other than the ninth month, we call it Kislev. One of the meanings of Kislev, it could come from the Hebrew word Kessel, which means to flank. Wow. Now, there's two reasons why that should excite sure. you. I know that you are seeing this as spiritual warfare, and I agree with you. As you and I have discussed, we were interrupted in our recording just now which has not happened before so we know that that was a demonic interference Yes, I said the word, it comes from the word Kessel which means to flank now you mentioned Shaka Mm. with the whole Heritage Day got something for you there too Yes, I am a history teacher as well, high school history teacher well I was back in South Africa do you know one of the famous things that Shaka did that made him not only famous but quite successful he had a He had a military maneuver that he used. Guess what it based itself largely on? It based itself largely on flanking the enemy. Wow. Now, you you spoke also about getting people to come together. And part of your... Part of, your mission, part of your mission for your Speak Jesus event is you want to bring praise to God. You want to have praise and worship. You said that's something that God told you must have.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Start, I'm going to excite you even further because maybe you don't know this, but the name of the prophet whose book you read out of, Haggai, comes from the hebrew word which means festival
1: wow wow that is amazing darren
0: so it relates to that idea of to gather and to have a a festival so we have in hebrew this word which is called chag which means basically turn in a circle is one of the one of the things it means but what it also means is to have these festivals these times of god wow that these are the times of god that we need to celebrate now you looked for Rosh Hashanah, and that's what you found too. Yes. Now, I want to tell you something about Rosh Hashanah. It, it speaks about the coming of leading into, firstly, it, it speaks about the going into the, the days of awe, which is holy days, okay? Now, And that's wow. where we are in. It's a time where we blow on every day of Elul, of, um, we blow the, the shofar. Now, yes, Uncle Angus yes. said at the event they want to blow the show for too
1: definitely by us as well, yeah.
0: Right, because it is it it is a form of it in some of its uses. It's got a military call to battle, and there's a yes. lot more. We won't try and get into that too much now, because it will take too much time. But yeah, when yeah. we look at the time of Rosh Hashanah, we it it happens over two days. Now, here's what's also actually interesting. Your event is happening in the South African calendar or the Westernized calendar. On the 24th. Yes. Now, you'd rightly noted that the tradition of Rosh Hashanah starts on what would look like it goes into the 25th, if you put it on this English westernized calendar. But technically, it starts the night before, which if we now overlap the calendars, means that technically it does start on the 24th, if you make that overlap now now remember we are overlapping
1: yeah wow that is amazing right it is eh? that is amazing so we
0: are overlapping calendars we're taking some poetic license here which as a rabbi that's what we rabbis do all the time so i can do this comfortably so you've actually got that it lines up even perfect more perfectly like that the other thing i want to tell you you write about heritage day and all of that because do you know what the time of, of well, Rosh Hashanah, as you rightly note, it's a two day period. And what that represents is actually also the lead in to another time, a very important season on God's calendar. And I want to tell you that the end point of that season and what it does, what that end point season does, it leads to a time, believe it or not, the only time on the calendar, on the Jewish history on our story and what we, what we do, it's the only time that we invite Gentiles to come and worship with us. Sure. Now that's interesting. Wow,
1: yeah, that is now, amazing.
0: Understand what that means? Yeah. When we when we say Gentiles, we just generally mean nations of any kind. Mm. So what you're doing and what you're feeling to get people together is so in tune. Sure. With the theme of the season that you noted Rosh Hashanah wow. leads into. Yeah. Okay, Now here's the thing that gets more interesting too. When the book of Haggai or the story of Haggai, or the, or the prophecy of Haggai was was written and when he was called into, into action, part of his purpose was to tell all of Israel that they'd left, they've lost God along the way. Yes. And it was time to get back, yes. time to get back yes. to him. So again So again, they had to turn their ways back to God, which is in Hebrew that time of Teshuvah. Oh, that's what you do at Teshuvah. Sure. So you are getting, you are actually doing prophetically, I want to say, and when I say prophetically, I mean in a mirror imaging kind of shadowing. Yeah. You're getting to do the same kind of thing Mm -hmm. within that area of Kareedo. As was done with Haggai. Sure. So that is interesting. And it does show again, again, I want to come back and show and say that this shows what Jesus is doing to combine, again, Jews and Gentiles, what we do in his name. Now I've got one more thing for you. (laughs) Then I want to get your closing thoughts. Yes. I looked up, and do you know that one of the theories of what kareedo means? You might be interested in this. Now, I can't absolutely tell you this. I'm literally just looking online. So if this is wrong, then the information online is wrong. But it's one of the labels here is telling me that it comes, the career comes from the koi phrase, which means praise. Wow. I'm going to take that as interesting for us today. So what are your thoughts on some of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Darren you just blew my mind uh, that's that's what I can tell you um, um, I, I'm so excited you know I just want to jump out of my skin right now uh, the revelation that you just gave us right now is so rich it's so rich you know it's uh, I'm in awe I'm really in awe how Holy Spirit has been organizing and orchestrating this whole event and intertwining it with the word, because the word is the truth. The word is our is our plumb line. That is so so good, Darren. And I just wanted to add also that you know the this the Monday after we got this vision, um, I got a message, a video clip from Uncle Angus and St. Shalom Ministries that they are busy organising on the same day, the same event in Krugersdorp. Um, and I contacted Yanni and I asked him from Shalom Ministries. And I said to him, Yes, Yanni, I told him my story. And I said to him, Yanni, um, this is only from God. Um, are you guys okay if we use the same title? Because we don't want to make it like a copycat or, um, you know, a piggyback yeah. event or something like that. It's really been Holy Spirit inspired. And he said to me, Yo Christo this is just a confirmation of that Uncle Angus heard right so you know right. that is so so good so you're daring you blessed me out of my socks I can tell you you blessed me my brother
0: well this is exciting and as i said to you you got to hear the interview i did with uncle angus yes um, i'm obviously coming from the messianic jewish perspective I want to understand what Christianity is doing with Jesus. We want to talk to people like you and to Uncle Angus and to keep these conversations going and to see Mm. prophecy come to pass in terms of, again, Jew and Gentile standing together. Because our common goal is to see Jesus glorified. Our common goal is to see Jesus return. So maybe just the last thing we can talk about just very quickly to, to get your thoughts on this you are interested in discovering more about the Jewishness of Jesus. Can you, in a few sentences, tell the audience why you think that matters and why, you know, why you're moving in that direction? And obviously, hopefully you and I are going to build a relationship for that. Yeah. So what could you tell the audience to encourage them to follow in your your thoughts on that on that idea?
1: Darren, um, I can tell you that. Also, Uncle Angus said a very interesting thing. He, he said that his best friend is actually a Jew. And that is so true that, you know, that just dawned to me. And it's like, that is so true because Jesus was a Jew and Jesus is our best friend, you know. So um, I've been to Israel about three times and so, and and I promise you the word just opens up for me when I was there because I could understand because of, Say, let's say this that the Bible has been written in a Jewish manner because of the parables, it has been speaking in a Jewish way to Jewish people. You know, so to understand the cultures of the Jews, you understand the Bible better, you understand um, the Jewishness, you understand your Messiah better, and you understand Him in a revelative way, not only. Just in a knowledge way, but it gets revelated to your spirit to how to know the things of Jesus. So that is my inspiring to the people is to really dive more into the scriptures and dive more into just to know how the culture works, because then you can understand the word better. We are going, the Lord said to us, we must do a Jesus march in the streets of Querido. Um, And we're going to start with a Jesus march in at the mall. And we're going to walk through town proclaiming the name of Jesus. But he also told us that we must send worshipers in front of the army, like he did to, to, that he said to Jehoshaphat. Yeah. So we are having a marching band in front of the people, then we're going to have horses, then we're going to have the people marching, and then we're going to have bikers as well. The Christian bikers community has also joined us. Then we're going to proclaim the name of Jesus in the streets. We already did it on the mountains. And then we're going to the event where the whole Speak Jesus event, prayer and worship events is going to happen. So, Yes, you can contact me. Um, You can go on my Facebook page, uh, Christo Foster. You can go on Jesus Youth Center page as well. And all the details are there. My number, admin lady, everything is there. So please um, go and like the page and share it. And yeah, um, let's speak Jesus in this time of need.
0: so at this point of the podcast again I'm going to take a moment to speak a little bit about what my guests spoke about so off the bat the most exciting part of all is to discover that Christo in the totally different location separate to Uncle Angus's Speak Jesus event as you heard in the podcast gets the same message to do an event with the exact same name with a lot of overlaps that are just too much to ignore I'm pretty cynical when it comes to miracle events of this kind because it's just safer to be cynical but even I can't ignore the clear evidence that something amazing happened with the story so that's incredible very exciting very excited that I got to find Christo and chat to him before the weekend event happened so it's great to have gotten that information out and just chat to him about that but I want to say the thing that excites me most as it did with Uncle Angus now you heard in this podcast that Christo mentioned Uncle Angus speaking about his best friend being a Jew if you didn't pick that up That is literally from the podcast episode one of this series that I'm doing where Uncle Angus said that to me when we were talking about the importance of Israel. Now, just like with Uncle Angus, what you noticed happened with Christo and I's chat is that there was some stuff about the context of this time of year that we are in from a Jewish perspective that, like Uncle Angus didn't know, Christo didn't know. And that's exciting to me because it tells me the spirit's stirring up things and it's as i did say to Christo, it's prophecy coming to pass because there are prophecies in scripture that speak about gentiles drawing near to jews and working together to come and discover more about torah and there's nothing more important for believers in jesus to discover than how jesus relates to jewish life and jewish torah so as you could hear for yourself it was unscripted what what Christo and i spoke about so the Engagement was just flowing as it was happening in the conversation because we don't know each other. We've just gotten to know each other, speaking very briefly for a day or two before the, the podcast happened. And so it wasn't difficult for me to pick up that Christo is a lover of Israel, which is exciting for me because that, again, overlaps with what I've seen with chatting to Uncle Angus. So on Christo and on the conversation we got to have, when I said to him about the Teshuvah time and all of that, When I first spoke to him about that, he didn't know that, which was, again, exciting for me because it just added a level of confirmation to him knowing he's heard from God, which is exactly what Uncle Angus had felt, and rightly so, because that's confirmation. And when you're doing things like this and when you're stepping out in the name of God, you need those confirmations because no one wants to misrepresent God. So both these men have had that experience, and it's an honor for me to be part of that experience. But it's an even greater honor To see into the future that both these men who have expressed interest to learn more about Jesus in his Jewish context and to journey with me on that journey, I'm looking forward to pushing that angle and really seeing that we get to do that. And I want to extend, before I close off my thoughts on this, because I think Krista and I said as much as we needed to in the context of our chat, I want to encourage all of you who are listening to this. What is it that Uncle Angus and Krista are discovering that you should be discovering with them about the Jewishness of Jesus? This is part of the restoration of all things that we know must happen. So I encourage you to get on the journey like they are. And um, one way that you can do that is you can go and check out our new website. Now, the ministry that's driving this podcast series that I'm doing let's talk about Jesus is a ministry that I run with my family with some other people in my family and it's called on the way which is literally the word used for first century disciples and a little bit further on relating to in the first century when firstly Jewish and then Gentile believers later would pick up and follow a rabbi so on the way jesus we know is the way but that relates to the torah as well so that's the name of our ministry and i'd like to invite you to go check out our new web our new website which has got where you'll find links to these podcasts and more things that are coming into the future as well some books that i've written and things are going to be made available there that's very exciting so if you get online and you go to messianic on the you'll find our new website there Please drop us a message there. Make contact. We'd love to work with you. We'd love to talk to you. Maybe you'll even end up on this podcast at some point in time. So please go out and check messianicontheway.com because there you'll also see a new podcast series, which I'm not running. My brother and my cousin are running that one. That is literally going to be our flagship podcast. This is just a sideline one. And that is going to be called literally on the way for today. So that is going to be a great one. There's seven episodes already lined up that are on their way to be fresh, you know, freshly baked soon. And we will be great to get you to engage with us. Come and find us on the website. One more time, messianicontheway.com. And you can find us then. We'd love to engage with you. Until next time, I will chat to you, and maybe you will chat to me if you're my guest, and then we will speak about Jesus.